Today's episode brought to you by BossPods.com. Want a podcast like a boss? We've got the inside word on how to set up a podcast that's actually worth something. We've got the industry's best to show you how. BossPods.com. Podcast like a boss. I just wanted to say at the head, man, thank you so much for uh, for doing for doing my podcast, for uh, coming on and having a chat. I... Uh, will admit right at the head that I am a, a massive uh, wrestling fan and um, was a big fan of yours in the uh, in the 90s and noughties. Um, and I would be lying if I said I didn't give my brother a, uh, a diamond cutter or two in our time. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. I was just watching, uh, as I do when I'm preparing for an interview, uh, some of uh, your videos, and I watched um, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake about a month ago on Netflix, and uh, I saw a video that you put out, it must have been uh, earlier this week with Jake, where you were catching up with him to see how he was going at the moment, and um, something that really struck me in that video was Jake saying how he'd fallen in love with himself, and right. you were saying in at the sort of the start of this video about how it's all about what you do day in and day out on your journey, and... I think that that's a really great kind of uh, symbol of who you are as a person and what you've done throughout your career. Thanks, man. Appreciate no. It. Now, uh, that, that, what you saw was every Monday, I do Motivational Mondays on my DDP Yoga Now app. It's called DDP Yoga Now. Uh, there's two different sections of the app. And everybody can get like a free trial and go on there and uh, and try some of the sample workouts and stuff. Um, but the stuff that you know is free always is the motivational stuff, the inspirational stuff. Because if you're not doing my program, I still want to inspire you to you know to do the best you can do. And uh, Motivational Mondays has got such an amazing response. Um, the other day, I guess about three weeks ago, Jake and I were in the car and we were driving around. We spent the day together. He, I hadn't seen him in over a year, like where we actually spent time together. We talk on the phone, but we haven't spent any real time because he's touring the, you know, North America with his unspoken word show. And um, I, um, you know, I, I just hadn't seen him in a while. So now to finally spend some time with him, it blew my mind how much more at peace he was with himself and just how he handled life in general and how he spoke and how very smart guy, you know, so to see him, you know, have a lot of his brain cells turned back on again was pretty inspiring to me. So I wanted to share it with people. And I've had a lot of people ask, you know, how's Jake doing? And, uh, you know, this is a great format to pop him on to motivational Mondays. And that is about a four and a half minute video but there's a 25-minute video as well, and um, I know it's up on jakethesnakeroberts.com right now, but it will also be on my Diamond Ellis page YouTube as well. So um, <clears throat> if anybody wants to see the longer version, they can see that. You're joining in the ramble. Get ready to feel the... Bang! As I welcome the man that invented the diamond cutter to the Ramble Room. I grew up watching professional wrestling, and there was one wrestler who was, above and beyond anything else, always positive. I'm speaking, of course, about the one and the only 
Diamond Dallas Page. Now this interview was a, was a very special one for me because as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of pro wrestling and I grew up watching DDP do his thing, battling the NWO, battling Goldberg, battling The Undertaker at a, uh, at a certain point in time as well. In this interview, we're going to get into the standard stuff, but we also talk about things like the documentary that he made, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake, which if you haven't seen, I suggest you get to your nearest Netflix and you push that play button. The journey that not only Jake the Snake goes through, but also Scott Hall, who you may uh, also remember as Razor Ramon, in getting uh, their lives back on track, the journey that they go on to get their lives back on track with the assistance of DDP is truly, truly amazing. And I'm sure that you will uh, understand after listening to this interview how, uh, how inspiring uh, it could be. And, you know, while you've got your Netflix account up and running and you're waiting for the resurrection of Jake the Snake to load, you should probably jump on iTunes or just head to comingupnext.com.au. Subscribe to Coming Up Next. Rate Coming Up Next. And if you're feeling particularly positive, review Coming Up Next. There's even an app on your smartphone that'll let you do it without even not holding your smartphone. And another app that you can get while you're holding your smartphone is the DDP Yoga Now app. It's a free app, as you've heard Paige talking about, and it's going to change your life. I downloaded it and got a subscription, and after just one week, I could already feel a huge difference in my physique, in the way that I held myself. But why am I telling you about this when the man who built the empire can? So please enjoy my interview with Diamond Dallas Page. The stuff that you've created with with DDP Yoga and and DDP TV is it's mind blowing uh, the the kind of empire that you're creating and I'm so, I was so fascinated when I kind of start looking into your life and looking back over your career at the kind of the way that you've gone through and and everything is so kind of incremental but it's always taken from a kind of positive vantage point um, I'd love to very briefly go back and and talk about um, where it all kind of began for you. Um, you grew up in New Jersey, uh, didn't you? Yes. As a matter of fact, the WWE, I, I was in New Jersey for my sister's 10-year anniversary of her business. And um, <clears throat> I decided to pop the WWE uh, Diamond Dallas Page Positively Living uh, documentary that they're doing on me right now. So I decided to do, I do my sister's signing, um, and I, it's, I call it Mickey Mouse with tattoos, right? Just, I'm just, you know, you can pull me all over the place, take pictures, and I'll sign stuff and whatever. But I also had an autograph signing thing up there as well. And I had, I had meetings with book publishers who want to, uh, there's two companies that are huge right now and they want to, they want to publish my book, which right now the working title is positively unstoppable. Mm. You know, how to, how to own your life. And, uh, and I'm 60, you know, so when people start to get their, they get scared of 40 yeah. you know, or 50, <laughs> God, they're horrified of 60. I embrace it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's all, everybody's looking for this inner peace and basically everybody wants to be happy if they just would stop the bullshit internal dialogue with themselves and start filling their, 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 their mindset and their mind space with, with, you know, positive things. They wouldn't be so damn depressed. 
you know, because, you know, you are the five people you hang out most with. And, you know, if someone's wondering why I'm always depressed, look around at your, you know, the people you, you, you know, you hang out with, because that's going to play a lot into it. And then what's the story you tell yourself? Yeah. And what is that inner di- What's the inner dialogue that you have with yourself? Uh, you know, mine's amazing. <laughs> and you have to understand it. You know, everybody's blown away by what I've done, you know, with DDPY, you know, and eventually I will have it. Everyone will be calling it DDPY at some point because I will eliminate, and I don't mean to eliminate the yoga word, but I don't want anybody to call it yoga because it's not, you know, it, it's, it's, DDP yoga is its own animal. Mm. It's nothing like regular yoga. Does it have all the benefits and more than yoga has? Absolutely. You know, but um, it's it's really its own animal. So they, a lot of people don't understand that it took me eight years before I ever made a dime. And at that time, I was when I made my took my first paycheck for my company, I was five hundred and forty eight thousand dollars invested in it. Mm, wow! You know, and you know, I, I'm a big believer of filling yourself with positive, you know, thoughts, positive quotes, positive, you know, mantras, and and one of my favorite. This is my life, and there was a woman flying. But we were flying in from L.A. into Atlanta, and she wasn't directly across from me. I was in the aisle seat. She was in the aisle seat on the other side, but not directly across from me, like one seat back. So she leaned up and and tapped me on on the tricep on my arm, and I turned around, and she hands me a, a napkin. And she said, I just wanted to let you know I love your program. I said, well, thank you. And on the note, it said, I know I don't look like it yet, but I love your program and I'm working on it. And then I had a little arrow to the other side of the uh, napkin. And it said, Einstein once said, it's not that I'm so smart. I just stick with the problem longer. And, you know, a kid, you know, a kid, when he's first learning how to walk, you know, that kid stumps, stands up, falls down, stands up, falls down, starts to get a step, falls down. This kid can fall a hundred times. Never once do you think the kid says, eh, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just like, you just keep trying. You know, uh, you know, Michael Jordan become the best basketball player of all time without missing a lot of shots. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Was it Wayne Gretzky that says you miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take? Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, all those—that's the kind of message that should be going on in people's heads. Mm. And unfortunately, it's not, because now that there's so many medications, they have so many reasons why. The doctors are telling them they, they have a reason to be depressed. And I'm not saying depression is not real. I'm just saying that certain people feed into the depression and let it just pull them down with emotional gravity. Mm. Other people fight it. And because I get depressed too. But I don't, the key is you don't stay there. 
it's like kick out, you know, go you know, kick out, you know? Yeah. It's like anybody can do it. Anybody can change their mindset in an instant, literally an instant. But there's three things you have to do. One, you need to change your physiology. Look at anyone who's depressed or crying or, or, or just wore out. They're, they're crumbled. They're, they're crumbled into a little ball. They're slouching. They're, you, know, you can see by looking at their physiology what they feel like, what they're thinking. And then once you change your physiology, you have to start to change the thing you're focused on. You know, if it's like, this is the worst thing happened. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is so bad. Oh God. I'm so depressed. You're right. You know, another one of my favorite quotes is if you say you can, or you say you can't, you're right. Yeah. Originally, Henry Ford was the first guy to say that, Mm. that was quoted saying that. And then you got to look at Henry Ford and go, yeah, but what the hell did he ever do? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, it's like, you got to change your physiology. You got to change what you focus on and you got to change that story. You tell yourself. And the only reason that Jake and Scott got to the other side was because that's exactly what they did. Mm. They changed the focus. They changed your physiology more than anything. They changed the story they were telling themselves. It's so powerful and it's so potent, isn't it? Yeah. And it's so real. Like, you can't fake that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Jake and I were doing, Jake and I were doing an interview one time, and we had done many when he first moved in because people were blown away that I brought him into my house, and so many people grew up loving him, and uh, you know, and were so bummed out, you know, that what what is, what had happened with his life, you know, bummed out for him, and so to see him coming back. And Jake has a very, 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 very dark past. And one day, you know, the, the interviewer was asking him questions, and his answers were all about the past. And at one point, I, I looked at the interviewer. I said, can you give us a minute? Let me just, I have to talk to him for a second. And I pulled him over, and I go, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, what? I go, that story, you've told this story over and over and over again. He goes, well, that's my story. I go, that was your story. What's your story now? I mean, why don't we talk about the fact that three of your eight kids who wanted nothing to do with you actually give a shit now? Mm. Why don't we fucking talk about how you're, you're actually talking to three of your eight kids on a constant basis, and they're loving it. Why don't we talk about how now you're getting booked where no one would book you for more than 500 bucks. And then, and then most people wouldn't even book you because you couldn't fucking be trusted to show up. Or if you showed up, you'd have been a mess. Not now. You're making four times that amount of money. You're making a good living. You're back on track. You're getting your body right, your head right. Why don't we focus on all the good things that are happening to you? And wait, you're right. And he, and he walked in there and... The interview completely changed the tone. It's a, it's amazing. I think one of the most powerful and potent kind of quotes I heard in in uh, or have heard in my adult life was that there's no failure. There's only feedback. Uh, you know, there's lessons to be learned in every experience, and 
you know, you're not defined by your past or your future is not defined by your history is a really great sort of takeaway from the resurrection of Jake the Snake for me anyway. Um, and you have had such such an amazing career as a performer, as a motivational speaker, now with DDP Yoga as well, or DDPY, um, as we're calling it. Uh, I'd love to know if you remember when the first time that you ever entertained or you ever performed, if you can remember what that experience was that made you, maybe even as a child, sort of want to pursue uh, a career in in entertainment. Well, you know, um, I think more than anything, I, uh, you know, I look at people who I wanted, you know, to be like, and he he was a big name on the on the East Coast, and people know who he is. But he he was huge to me. Like when I was in my teenage years, a guy named Handsome Jimmy Valiant, and like I wanted to be him. You know, like that like that guy is. is I mean, that's cool. Like you know, I don't know exactly who he was. I do now, but at the time, you know. But I knew what I thought he was, and it made me want to pursue that. Plus, I love the bigger-than-life characters. And <clears throat> when I wasn't in, you know, I was always a performer, even when I was playing basketball in high school, you know, and I was always the guy who's, you know, the, the top star in that area because I worked my ass off, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, um, I just knew I was a leader from being very young. I always knew it. I, I would let other people lead who were knew more than I did, um, I would, I would, but Jake, Jake was my mentor for years. Dusty Rhodes was my mentor for years. Took a long time before, you know, I, I really felt like I was on the same level as that and knew I could control a conversation or whatever. Um, but I believe when you're around people who you really respect because of their ability and what they've proven, not what they talk about, show me what you've done. And not what you've done 10 years ago. What have you done lately? Like, what makes you relevant? What makes, what makes you the leader that you, that you are? Yeah. And uh, certain people are just unbelievable like that. Tony Robbins. You know, I have, in my wrestling world, I, I, you know, Jake the Snake Roberts, Dusty Rhodes, uh, guys that I patterned my work over, absolutely, Jake and, you know, um, Randy Savage and Kurt Henning and Terry Funk and a little showmanship here and there like with Dusty about the whole American dream thing. And when it came to my promos, definitely Dusty, definitely Jake, um, you know, more than anybody, you know, into, uh, you know, sometimes I'd even put, you know, some Terry Funk things in there that I thought I could make my own. Yeah. But when it comes to inspiration, like who inspires me in life? It's Tony Robbins. It's uh, it's uh, Sylvester Stallone, um, Muhammad Ali, and all for very different reasons. And taking little pieces of what they, you know, what they said and how they live their lives. Like you probably never heard this quote by Muhammad Ali, but because uh, I didn't hear it till or I didn't read it till a couple of years ago. As I was going through Brainy Quote, it's an app called Brainy Quote. It's got some really great stuff. And um, this quote was, the repetitions of affirmations leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. 
you know, think about that. The repetitions of affirmation, saying whatever that thing is that you really believe in. You need to say it so many times that you believe it like it's burned inside of you. The repetitions of affirmations, the more you say it, leads to belief. And then once that belief really becomes a deep conviction like you believe it, and there's, I'm going to make everyone else believe it. You know, if you look at that quote from Muhammad Ali, and then you think of the two words or three words he said the most, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, you know, I'm the greatest and two more of all time, three more. You know, he said it over and over and over again. And I don't think there's anybody who doesn't think that Muhammad Ali wasn't the greatest fighter of all time. When they picked the top 100 athletes of the century, he was number one in the boxing world. He was like number three or number four overall for the entire century. You know, so obviously made a monster impact, but you have to look at, like when he was in his teenage years, he was saying, I'm the greatest. (laughs) You know, so we all create our own destiny. And so many people just settle for so little. Mm. You know, they, 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 they make enough just to get by, to feed their family, but they really don't understand if they were to change the priority of what they think. And I'm not talking about don't think about your family first, but if you were to change the priority of what you will accept, things change. Yeah. You know, like in my, in my head, I know that DDP yoga is going to be a, between a hundred million and a five hundred million dollar company within the next three to five years. Like I, I already see it. You know, it's just like everything that's happening in my life and how we're building the DDP Yoga Now app. You know, it, that's what we're building it for to build. You know, a, just make it so accessible to everyone. And um, the. Uh, the other app that I just put out, I don't know if you see DDP, the DDP video wake up alarm clock. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and again, I could have charged for that. People would have paid, you know, ninety nine cents or a dollar ninety nine. But I just wanted to give it for free. Mm. I wanted to give it for free, and it cost me over a hundred thousand dollars. But you know, DDP is all over it, and if you hit the workout button, it'll take you right to one of our workouts if you're already set in our program. Um, but also, if you want to use it for something else, you can use it for that. You just want to use it to wake up in the morning. Now, it's really geared around positive energy. So there's a lot of really positive, inspiring quotes to wake you up in the morning. Better than hearing, ah, 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 you know. <laughs> you know, or there's Definitely. shit that's really funny. You know, there's stuff that we did that's really funny. And, uh, and there's other stuff that's just out, out ridiculous mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have fun making them, you know, and putting them together, but you know, you gotta see it. You gotta see it clear as day. Like I knew that my career was going to end in the WWE. I'm talking about in 1989, I knew it was going to end. Now, did it, when I first got to the WWE, did it work out the way I wanted it to? No. And I could have been like a lot of other people get, and I could have been really pissed off 
and I could have grabbed a really huge attitude. I could have been really negative, but I wasn't. I understand that winners write the history. And we didn't win that war. We won a lot of battles, but we didn't win that war. When you say we, do you mean WCW? Yeah, so WCW and WWF, pretty the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, yeah. And like I say, we didn't win that war. So, you know, I, I was, you know, the, whoever it was from WCW came in was going to be made example of. It just happened to be me. You know, it wasn't personal. It was business. And, I, and it took me a little while, but I kept my mouth shut. And I realized I made that commitment. No one made it but me. You know, so many people want to point their, the finger at somebody else. They never want to turn around and point the finger at themselves. And I knew. I made that decision. You know, did it didn't work out the way I wanted to? No. But look at the last five years. You know, I, I hosted all three of the very best of Nitros. They bring me back whenever there's a big deal, like the thousandth episode of Raw. You know, I'm there hitting somebody with a diamond cutter. WrestleMania this year, the Royal Rumble, inducting Jake in the Hall of Fame. And now the WWE is doing a three DVD set. You know, the first the first video, or the first DVD is, is, is my life. You know, and it's not just my wrestling life. It's, you know, my life before wrestling and my life after wrestling. Like, wrestling will always be a part of my life now. But it's always been a part of my life. Yeah. Uh, but that the WWE cared enough to want to, you know, they wouldn't have done it if they didn't think they could make money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's that's business, you know. Or fucking everybody would have a three DVD set, but they don't. You yeah. know, you know. And I'm talking about guys who are out of wrestling, you know, because guys who are in, you know, in, in, in on the show, well, they got all that footage all right there for them. But for guys like me, they got to really go back and they got to want to do that. Mm. I'm getting the best push ever. And I always knew my career was going to end here. But I saw it. Like in 1989, I saw it. You know, it's freaking almost, it's actually 88 because my goals are always to get there. So, like, you know, 28 years ago. Yeah, wow. You know, I saw it happen. And you were, so before you were working um, as a wrestler, you were, uh, you were running a nightclub and then you were a manager. And when you were 35 was when you actually transitioned into being a professional wrestler and working as one of the top athletes in the world uh, in a profession that is relentless. I mean, I only bring that up to kind of illustrate the point that you were making about you know being the master of your own destiny and when things aren't going the way you might like you make a choice and you and you take responsibility and um i was reading about how you you know you were going to the wcw power plant um and you know racking up your hours to get to that point of mastery um and you had amazing mentors like you said like jake the snake and the american dream um what was that kind of feeling like for you when you when you did make that decision or when you've made decisions that are this kind of big you say in 1988 you could see the kind of path in front of you and and the way that you wanted it to go so how did did that was that kind of of comfort to you or was it still quite nerve-wracking when you were making those transitions well you make a transition like that i mean i can't tell you how many times i hit that mat 
you know, and said to myself, man, this fake shit hurts like hell, you know? <laughs> yeah. and I, I can't tell you how many times I hit that mat and go, God, are you sure you really want to do this? And every time the answer would come back, yes, I'm going to do it. Nobody believes in me but me. And, and I told, you know, when I did, when I inducted Jake into the Hall of Fame, there was two quotes that Diamond Dallas Page has that I don't, I've never heard anybody say before in, in the way I say them. But you never underestimate the power you give someone by believing in them. But more than anything, never underestimate the power you give yourself by believing in you. And no one believed in me. The first one was to be a wrestler was Jody Hamilton, who was the assassin. Um, uh, him and his brother, uh, the mauler, who they drew money on top for, with, with masks on for 30 years. And uh, still talk to Jody today. Talked to him a couple weeks ago. And he's the first one, because he saw my work ethic on that power plant. And uh, Dusty always believed in me as a talent, but he didn't believe in me as a wrestler until I started wrestling, tore my rotator cuff, got let go, came back 11 months later, and he just happened to be in the power plant that night or that afternoon. And he asked me to get in the ring and show, you know, work with this young kid he was looking at. And I got out of the ring, and I went from one ring to another to another. And I was always working. I was never just sitting around bullshitting. And the next day, we had a meeting about me coming in. And he said, you know, kid, I know you always seen yourself as this big superstar in our business. Yeah. But I got to be honest with you, I never saw it. Now he goes until yesterday. So, you know, what I convinced him... I had it. And then he started to help me there. And I already had Jake. So Jody, Jake, and Dusty, I was like, I'm going to do this. I, these guys know more than anybody out there. And if they think I can, I know I can. Mm. And it's funny. It's like you say, you know, you give yourself that love and that respect and that belief, and then it becomes infectious, and then other people can give you that as well and you can give it to them and it just becomes this great kind of experience of people uplifting each other. I once heard a quote by Zig Ziglar. He said, you can get whatever you want as long as you help enough people get what they want. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like almost a mantra <laughs> you know, of, of, of my life, you know, and, uh, you know, our, our company, our company is so strong. And uh, our mission statement is um, to empower others to think beyond traditional limits, to find inspiration in adversity, and become the most trusted fitness company on the planet. You know, and it all comes down to you know, helping other people. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. We inspire and help, and help others. One of the topics that I that I have been so fascinated by uh, recently is how people define success. And I think that words are so powerful and yet everyone has their own definitions of, of how things are. And, you know, from my point of view, you have just experienced tremendous success and it just goes in waves, but, you know, from different careers, different paths, different things. I'm curious how you yourself kind of see success. Um. Hmm. For me personally, it's, uh, I think more than anything is just, 
feeling good about myself. <laughs> you know, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't, like, there's things that people don't agree with how I do certain things. You know, like, why would you do that? You didn't have to do that. It'd be like for me, um, I got to live with me. You know, and I'm real comfortable living with me. I think a lot of people aren't comfortable with themselves. And when you find out that that's really one of the golden tickets, uh, makes things a lot easier. But, you know, there's sometimes <laughs> there's things I've done you know, where my wife or my ex-wife might have said to me, why would you do that? You didn't need to do that. I go, yeah, I needed to do that because I got to live with me. And I, I have no problem living with me, you know. And to me, when you can wake up and feel good about yourself, well, that's the beginning of a great day. Well, that seems like a really uh, awesome segue into my, my final question, which is a question that I ask everyone. Um, and I, once again, would just like to say thank you so much for your time, Dallas. Um, Three-time WCW champion, uh, many diamond cutters given from me to my brother. Uh, my final question is, what makes you silly? Um, my dog. <laughs> 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 my dog I'll do stupid shit with him <laughs> and uh, just have fun with him you know when I'm with my girls sometimes I'll just do stupid shit you know that you would never think I would ever do oh yeah but but but, but when I'm with him sometimes I just do stupid shit you know embarrass them <laughs> <laughs> you know I was filming um, Gods and Secrets this is why I've got four girls now <laughs> my, my, I just got recently married and I have two more now mm. so my daughter out in, uh, in LA she I got her in as the uh, there's, a, there's a series I'm doing I don't know where it's going to end up but it's called Gods and Secrets it's Adi Shanker's Gods and Secrets and if you saw that Power Ranger video that came out about a year and a half ago or somewhere around there that was a Power Ranger bootleg R-rated just kick ass it was unbelievable that was that's featured on YouTube oh yeah um, that's like Mazzilla's it that's Adi Shankar and so I don't know where this is going to air where you're going to see it but I'm the leader in a show called Gods and Secrets and it's a superhero very dark superhero series and um, my daughter came in as a uh, her name's Lexi and she came in as a uh, assistant makeup girl and um, she was also helping with wardrobe. They're not making any money. She is still in school. Today, they're at the end of the series, and now she's the head makeup girl, which is pretty cool. Yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. But my, my outfit is actually a wetsuit, so it's very wet, you know, because I've got all this, you know, it's a, you wouldn't think it's a wetsuit. It just, it's because that's how they had to make it so that it, you know, just looked like a, a costume and then they put these pads on and all this shit. So it was really hot, really sweaty. So whenever <laughs> I would, you know, she'd have to help me get out of it. I might throw it on top of her or throw <laughs> stinky socks. Just, just shit. That, ah! she, only because she sells it so good. If she didn't sell it, I wouldn't do it. Uh, when she sells it so good, I got to do it to her. <laughs> well, she learned from the best. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dallas. My pleasure, man. And, and I'll be in the UK in April 
to do a DDP yoga workshop. I'm doing a number of them. I'm also going to be doing a, an inspirational night with DDP in a couple places. And um, whenever I do my workshop, it's always inspiration meets perspiration. So if anybody really wants to know about me coming out there to the UK, um, get on my mailing list. Go to diamonddallaspage.com or ddpyoga.com and uh, sign up. And then you'll be on my mailing list. And uh, I will uh, let you know when it'll come out. It's probably going to be sometime in April. So uh, let's yeah, see awesome, people man. come out and check it out. I, I had a great tour four years ago, three and a half years ago with DDP Yoga over there. So this one, this one will be, God, there's so many people in the UK do the program. Uh, it's going to be cool. And I want to get out to Ireland. I want to get to Scotland. Definitely London, Manchester. I'm not sure what other cities we're going to be at, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dallas. And I'll buy you a, uh, I'll buy you a smoothie and come and do DDP Yoga Live in, uh, in the UK in April 2017. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time. It's been your pleasure, bro. It has indeed. I'll tell you what. Get a hold of me. Get on my mailing list. Get a hold of me right before I'm coming. And I'll come on the show again. Yeah, awesome, man. Let's do it. Sounds great. All right, buddy. Sweet. See you, mate. See ya.